Welcome to First Fleet 10 4. Welcome to another episode of the First Fleet 10-4 podcast. This is our third bonus episode for our wellness topic and our Wednesday wellness episode. So we appreciate everybody being back and joining us, and I appreciate Eliz being with us again today. Glad to be here. I love Wellness Wednesday. It's, it's nice to actually have somebody to talk to about this, because not everybody, it's not like it's a personal topic that everybody's like, oh, he's talking about it again. So <laughs> if I can get somebody and get an ear to kind of want to talk about it and then listen to sure. me. It's, 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 or listen to us. That's yeah. uh, it's great. So we enjoy that. Yeah. So thank you for joining me on this. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, and thank you to all, everyone who's listening and who's enjoying listening to us nerd out together about wellness. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as I've got my, my 14 year old daughter, uh, we adopted her 10 years ago. She's uh, oh, from China. Wonderful. And so um, she's left she, her left hand. She was born with uh, amniotic banding syndrome. So she, at her elbow, it's a, it's a nub. Okay. So we always, you know, she doesn't have the, the left hand, but she's trying everything she can to do what she's always tried to do what her siblings can do or what anybody else can do. Sure. So she's really gotten into to working out. And so since she's been off of school since March and just trying to get back into it, she spends most of her day exercising and working out. Oh, and it's wow. like, so it's interesting to listen to her and, you know, She's actually asking questions. The other kids never really wanted to ask questions. They're active, but they never really wanted to know. So it's funny to have conversations with her uh, at that age to be able to. That's it's so like, cool. okay, well, finally I got one that, <laughs> that wants to. Someday I'll wear her out, I'm sure, too. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> um, today what we wanted to talk about was kind of that topic we've been we've probably mentioned in our daily lives for the last five months is uh is COVID-19 uh, it's something that never ends yes uh we hope it does someday soon <laughs> one day um but but right now we're kind of probably still in the middle of it we hope we're in the middle of it on the back side of it but we, it, it's hard to tell it's uh the terms unprecedented and fluid are, are pretty much evident in today's uh, talking yeah, environment yes absolutely no one no one seems to know what to make of this whole situation so no, and then you're trying to make decisions based on what it is, and it's it's a, it's an event that no one's really planned for. So sure. I'd hate to you know to think about being a governor or a, a, a county official or a city official trying to make decisions for a lot of people. Probably something they didn't sign up for when they <laughs> when they took that office. Absolutely, I do not envy any anybody in government right now. No, no. Of course, you know, kids are starting back to school, and they're tra- all, the, all the counties are trying to make decisions, and the cities and districts are trying to make decisions on what to do right now sure. and um Those you know school board members are really earning i don't know if they get paid or not but yeah. <laughs> they're earning something yeah so it's a it's, it's it's a tough time in order to to try to make those kind of, of decisions and and how do you protect yourself and and that's kind of what we wanted to talk about today is you know where we are as, as, as far as an organization, where we are individually, and, you know, what are some things that we can do on our own? Um, you know, it's, it's definitely impacted the transportation industry. Uh, we've been very fortunate in regards to um, being able these past five months to be able to stay on the road and to yeah. be able to all 120 plus of our locations, you know, are continuing to, to, to move forward. We've been very blessed. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was actually just listening to Mr. Piper, and Mr. Beanie talk about how Gary Wilson founded this company and some of the things that he had to go through. He he had a situation come up where he lost a lot of money when a company went out of business, and he was stuck shipping. You know, he was stuck with a lot of product that he had shipped, but he'd never gotten paid for it because they went out of business. And that was the point where he decided 
that he was only going to ship what people needed, not what people wanted. And so seeing his focus on only shipping essentials has really put us as a company in an amazing place to be right now during this pandemic. I mean, we haven't lost business and that has been just a true blessing for us and all of our drivers. I mean, we've had some locations that have been pulling triple duty uh, during the during the heat, like when it first started mm-hmm. this pandemic, especially some of our Kroger accounts, they were just swamped with work. I'm just very yeah, blessed yeah. to be working for First Fleet because I know a lot of people have lost their jobs. Yeah, we've got some great customers out there. And, you know, just I was just kind of looking over some information earlier. And, you know, one of the things it says is in April 2020, um, 88,000 is the number of trucking jobs that were lost wow. in, in April 2020, just that one month. And that was about 6% of the, tri- of the, of the workforce out there. Wow. So, you know, again, uh, very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, through all this, I mean, yes, there's been episodes. Episodes and there's been um, uh, those who have had the, the COVID-19. Sure. Um, overall, percentages have been very low, and hopefully that, you know, can continue that trend. Yes. And um, I think, so. you know, it's, we've all had to make adjustments, and sure. whether it's, it's, whether it's uh, through our customers or whether it's through our location or whether it's through, you know, our social settings, wherever we might be, and it could be, you know, families have had to make adjustments. You know, right. my my kids haven't seen my grand or my parents and our my parents and my in laws in quite some time, and when they do, it's uh, it's at a distance, and that's that's just not something that our society uh, in this country has, has been used to. I don't think anyone's used to that social no. distancing. That's so hard. Uh, yeah. yeah, I hate going home and you know sitting on the porch while I'm wearing a mask when I'm hanging out with my grandparents just to you know not do any hugs but just to keep that distance but to spend time with them it's hard it's yeah, really hard it is it was um, against human nature really yeah it, it was funny we, we were on when we were on our trip we had saw a family of four is a, a mom dad two little girls and they got off their bikes and they got off their bikes to take a picture and they did a selfie picture and they all four had their masks on. And in about 10, 15 years, you're going to look back and go, oh, yeah, that was a vacation of 2020 because <laughs> they all, nobody, it was all you could see was eyes. Oh. Um, so, I mean, I think definitely going to be a year to remember. Sure. But, you know, there's obviously these things that, you know, we want to make sure that we're, t- we're covering, that we can say, hey, what can we do to make sure that we're, we're taking care of ourselves? Absolutely. And um, I know that as a, as a company, um, we are doing our best to be able to provide what our location and what our teams in the field need in order to to stay safe and healthy. Sure. I hear there's a whole cabinet full of stuff right now. Two cabinets. Oh, okay. Two cabinets. Um, I sometimes think that Miss Marilyn, who is our office administrator, who handles all of our ordering, sometimes I think she might have stock in Amazon because I think I took (laughs) six boxes of sanitizing wipes and whatever it might be that says cleaning on it, and we're storing it. And we have two what they call PPE locked cabinets in the office, basically just for when they're needed, when, when our team in the field needs items, we want to make sure we're prepared. And um, our HR team is doing a fantastic job of getting those out. Uh, today, I want to make sure that they had enough, so I asked, went and asked them, and uh, the representative in there said she had 20 requests, and she was shipping out 20 boxes of Excellent. items today. So uh, if you 
have any questions on those, just let just want to let you know that we are doing our best, and your your, your teams in the field and the, and the management of the field is letting us know as, as needs arise. We want we're trying to react as, and respond as quickly as possible to make sure we're getting those out there. Perfect. That's wonderful because I still can't find Clorox wipes in the grocery store. So yeah, actually, for a while we were locking office doors just for for toilet paper. <laughs> And making sure that we could provide as toilet paper as needed. Sure. Um, that's hopefully that, that's kind of gone by the wayside. I but think so. There's, I, I could buy toilet paper now, so yes. that's good. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, the, some of the things we want to make sure that we're covering are, is, you know, how to protect yourself. And, you know, first of all, is kind of know and, and understand how it spreads. And a lot of this is from the CDC. Okay. And you know, some of those mandates kind of change just as information is. It's, sure. again, the word Regularly. fluid is is something that we're trying to make sure that we're, we're at least staying on top of. Right. Well, I mean, our scientists are finding out more information every day. So that's makes sense that these rules keep changing yes so. yeah so, so what does it say now <laughs> <laughs> well i just want to make sure you know how it spreads and you know it's definitely social distance or i, I kind of like the word physical distance as yes. far as you know stay stay six feet apart from each other and when you're in a social setting and sure. you know masks are things that you know a lot of states and or counties or businesses have started to to mandate and just request as far as when you're when you're in that area we need you to do it. And even our county, so a week ago, instituted the mask mandate for at least a couple of weeks. Right. Um, I don't think anybody really likes wearing a mask. Like you <laughs> mentioned, it's not something that's kind of normal in our society. No. Um, but, but for the protection of ourselves and for the protection of others, we want to be respectful sure. and make sure we're wearing that. So, I mean, a lot of us have had to, and, and our customers have required it, whether at the, the um, distribution centers or at the stores to be able to wear them. So I know that we've been able to, we've been providing as many as we can. And I think a lot of the fleets are pretty stocked on those now. And, you know, when I'm, when I'm working, I'm okay not to wear it. But when I walk out into a public area, even in our office, you know, we're all wearing them now. Oh yeah. It's, I always take one foot out of my, out of my office door and then I have to double back every time to be like, nope can't forget my mask yeah yeah so, so we're, we're doing our best to be able to keep those on and 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 you know, handle those as best as possible sure um you know a lot of it goes back to kind of what your mom always told you wash your hands <laughs> um and and uh, mom was right <laughs> yes mom was definitely right um it's funny my every time my when my kids come to eat my wife is still always asking it's amazing how many times i'll have one go ah. <laughs> And have to go back to the bathroom to wash their hands, you know, oh. before they come to the dinner table. When my brother was five and six, my mom would have to test him on his hand-washing abilities. So yeah. she'd always want to do the sniff check to make sure he, <laughs> which I thought was very dangerous. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, I found out, you know, like, if you're in a, in a public setting yeah. and you're washing your hands or somebody comes up, it's like now it's almost like... I better count to 20 seconds because this business person making sure that I have adequately washed my hands. So I'm, I'm doing the, making sure that I do the 20 second rule as common practice. Public now. shaming. And it's a yes, real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Even when washing hands. So, you know, just make sure because, you know, we, we, it, it, we don't really know how it can spread, but sure. it can spread, you know, by touching your know, eyes, nose and your mouth. Right. Especially when you're regarding uh, washing your hands. Um, if you don't have soap, uh, hand sanitizer and yes. want to make sure it's got at least 60% alcohol in it. Okay, and uh, I know when uh, when my wife was getting food in uh, or getting food in the early days, uh, she was she was sanitizing the food before it came in the house. 
So we had the 90% alcohol in the, oh, in wow. the, out in the outside garage and yeah. everything smelled of alcohol before it walked in the house. But it's, it, it, we felt pretty comfortable that it was clean because I probably yeah. would, I may not have been uh, normally that adherent to it. Right. Absolutely. I, I do still, I, I never sanitized my groceries. I'll be honest. Uh, but I would, I did regularly sanitize my phone. So I'll take a little 90% alcohol wipe and wipe down my phone because I carry that thing everywhere. I touch it all the time. That's probably the dirtiest thing I own, honestly. That's a really a good point because probably there's probably nothing else that you touch probably. more than, than a phone. And years ago, we didn't have those. Sure. And so now it's something that's kind of just part of us. Um, it's, and it's a really good point. And, and you keep it, and you, wherever you go, you keep it, and it's usually out. Exactly kind of nasty to think about yeah good point <laughs> good point um we talked about being social con you know cl avoid close contact with people yep. making sure that you know if you're in a crowded setting try to what you can to distance yourself or make sure that you're protected with a mask sure. or yourself and especially indoors i know outdoors is a little bit yes. less worrisome yes. but yeah indoors especially any other things that we need to know about from the cdc well i think the other thing is that we want to make sure that we are you know Anything that we touch that we kind of make sure that we're cleaning and disinfecting. And, mm -hmm. you know, early on we were struggling because nobody could find the sanitizing wipes and the wet wipes right. and the Clorox wipes or whatever it might be. And so I'm hopefully we're able to get those out there now to where, you know, the offices are, are being cleaned and that the, the trucks, you know, the inside of the trucks sure, are being cleaned. Wheels being yeah. Cleaned. So, um, you know, let us know on that as well. Um, we also want to just kind of monitor, monitor how you feel every day. Yeah. Um, that's that's a big thing is, you know, how do I feel? Do I feel like I'm, I'm warm or do I feel like I've got any symptoms or sure. just to feel like you're staying on top of, of your own health? Makes I think sense. That, I think that's a big thing. And, I mean, I think that's kind of where we want to take next as far as, okay, how do I do this on a daily basis? Absolutely. Yeah. What are, yeah, what are some ways that I can protect myself from COVID? You know, it is a coronavirus um, what are what are some things that I can add into my day or just do that are simple, that are small, that ha can help protect me and help give me more protection against this virus? Yeah, and I think that's that, that's probably part of the struggle where we kind of, you know, there was a lot of fear that came out because er, this came on so fast where it may have started in, I know it started overseas, and then once it hit the, the United States, it just kind of, it, it, it blossomed out from one area. Very quickly. And now there's you know, lots of cases, so fear was a huge piece of that right um and then a lot of it we had to kind of step back and go okay it's here sure it seems real yeah. how do we address it and how do we kind of make sure we take control of it so i think a lot of it is just okay what are some of the small things that i can do to make sure that i'm i'm staying on top of this sure. and uh, i know one of the things that you showed me was just kind of like just it's abcs yep abcs so should be easy to remember yeah eh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, a lot of this are just, you know, we're kind of looking at as lifestyle. It doesn't have to be modifications. It could be something that you may already be doing, but just kind of be more aware of it. And, and how can I introduce a little bit more of this into my daily, sure. my daily lifestyle? Absolutely. Uh, and the A stands for activity. Basic. Yeah. Easy. Just movement. What sort of activities should we be doing? Should we be incorporating? I know for me, I'm a big fan of just... A little bit of movement like you know if I get tired at the, at the office I'll do some squats you know four or five not much um, you know every hour or two but what what about you what does activity mean for how do we protect us you know protect ourselves 
I think it's easier than we we think it's going to be because okay. it's not like, not like you have to go out and say, okay, well, I've got to plan a 30-minute workout or I've got to plan 30 minutes to do this, um, you know, micro-workouts. It yeah. could be micro-movements. Um, okay. Something as simple as, you know, taking five minutes, 10 minutes at the most throughout the day, not not just once during the day, okay. you know, but two or three, about three or four times a day, how much can I take 10 minutes just to do, it could be walking. Oh, or, you know, um, it could be, you know, a lot of the stuff that we went over in the last episode was just even while you're in the truck, sure. if you're driving and, yeah. you know, taking those, some of those exercises we talked about as far as, you know, bracing your core or flexing your leg, the top part of your leg, like we talked about right. where when you're, you know, if you want to put your foot on the ground and you, f- you push, like you're going to push the, the floorboard forward, but your foot's not moving. Sure. What that does is it flexes your top of your leg your quadricep and so it does that or squeezing the squeezing the steering wheel something that's engaging your your muscles okay so but it doesn't take much it's not like okay well i i don't have time sure we all have time for just a little movement okay and i think that's the biggest piece of it is you know again we've mentioned in the last podcast most of us are very sedentary we are in this office and in, in the trucks, it gets hard. And it's hard to kind of say, okay, how do I generate this this movement? But I think we can do a lot of that just by what we're doing and just kind of you know easy little movement, micro movement exercises. I like it. Very fun. Okay, so I noticed that uh, number two for B is breathing. So we've got activity and then breathing. So uh, what are what are some tips you have for breathing for us? Uh, nice and slow. Nice and slow. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we, when we get into like a, a heavy breathing, it's almost like your body is kind of going into that uh, that sympathetic mode where okay. it's kind of in the fight or flight. Sure. Uh, you're putting yourself in, and when you do that, your body's in a stressed mode. Okay. So your whole, the goal with breathing is is how do I get myself and my body calmed down to where I feel like I'm, my, my my breath is in control. I feel like my it gets my mind back almost in control. Wow. Okay. Um, there's all kinds of different techniques. Is that why uh, you like breathe into the bag when you're hyperventilating is to slow you down? I think so. Okay. I think so. All right. So slow down the breathing. All right. Yeah. And, and one thing I like to do, and a lot of times when I'm driving, yeah. uh, and again, I think I use the mile markers or the, the one-tenth mile markers that they okay. that we have out on the road, um, is to do like a box breathing technique. Okay. And it is basically a 4-4-4 four, 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 where right. you take four seconds to inhale, four seconds to hold it four seconds to exhale, and then four seconds to wait. So it's a four, 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 actually. Ooh, that's hard, especially because I wasn't counting. So you don't have to start at four, <laughs> but if you can start at, you know, two seconds, two sure. seconds, two seconds, you know, okay. do that. And what you want to do is you're building up your endurance. You're building up your lung capacity. Oh, perfect. Okay. Um, and a lot of times, and I've kind of learned, especially through the bracing, is that when I use my diaphragm, which is that, you know, the lower part of your lungs, right below your lungs. Right. The part that we probably don't use very much. <laughs> yes, probably not. You know, you can call it, you can call it, uh, your kind of your, your, your gut is also breathing. I've had a lot of courses with some professional, uh, instructors for voice and singing and stuff. And I had a, a teacher that would always fuss at you if he didn't see you sitting and breathing correctly. That was, we literally for the first class spent an hour and a half just breathing. It was kind of awful. But oh, wow. That's a long time to concentrate it on it. It was very difficult. If he did not see your stomach move, you were not breathing properly. And he's like, if he saw your chest rise, you were breathing wrong, period. And you have to breathe from your gut, from your belly. He wanted to see your belly go out because that way you're filling up your entire lung 
all the way to the bottom with air and not just the top half. Yeah, so, so you're using everything that you've been given. Exactly. A lot of times I'll put my, I'll put my hand right below my rib cage so you're filling yeah. your diaphragm and just make sure, do I feel it kind of protruding when I'm breathing? If I feel that extending, then I know that I'm, I'm getting every better th- the breath that I, I need out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, other thing is, is when you, when you wear the masks, mm-hmm. um, obviously when you, when you wear your mask, um, you're restricting airflow because sure. I mean it's it's a lot more difficult as we've all worn the masks to get all that air in. Right. So you know I've actually seen videos of how they really recommend how you breathe with a mask on. Okay. Um, but you know nasal breathing is huge uh, because our noses were designed with cilia and our noses were designed to protect our bodies from receiving all the the pollutants and the particles that are in the air. Gotcha. So okay. I've learned that, Lint you know, and gunk and yeah. Stuff. And they say when you open up your mouth, basically you're just allowing everything to come in when you're breathing. Okay. And I know sometimes if you're, if you're working hard and you're, you're pushing it, not all of gotcha. us are trained. I'm not trained to, to breathe in my mouth, my, my nose when I'm, if I've been working hard. So it takes a while to, to get back to that. But if we can learn to breathe through our nose, and learn that slow breathing and really use all that, that helps when you're wearing a mask. Because sometimes when I first started wearing a mask, you almost get a little panicked because it's like, I can't get all the air in. It's almost, right. like, you're, almost like you're at a high altitude. Right. It's um, very stressful just wearing that mask. Yeah. yeah. So I'd, I'd recommend people just kind of work on their breathing. Just kind of do some kind of a box breathing method where you're, and when you hold it, you're expanding your lungs. You're working a, a muscle to be able to, to expand that and to, to use all that capacity that you have. All right, well, let's try it. What do you think? Let's go. All right, I'll put on some tunes. We'll be good to go. <laughs> All right, so Mark, lead us, lead us through what we need to do. Give us a tutorial on how to breathe again. All right, we'll just kind of do like an easy box breathing. So we'll do, uh, we'll take in, we'll inhale for four seconds, okay. and then we're going to hold it for four seconds, let it ex- exhale for four seconds, and then wait for four seconds. Okay. So as long as we can make it 16 seconds, we're good. Okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Ready? Yes. Go. One, two, three, four. Now hold. Two, three, four. Exhale. Two, three, four. And wait. Two, three, four. Let's do it again. Nah. <laughs> That was fun, though. Okay, I got it. That's, that's easier than I thought it was going to be. Well, and, and you know, it, it seems kind of daunting um, because there's all kinds of different techniques, but I think I've heard that that's kind of the easiest one to really adopt to that's an everyday practice. Okay, perfect. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've listened to a lot of guys who are Navy SEALs, and uh, nice. that they've, they've, been, they've talked about it as far as helping control decisions in those types of situ- stressful situations. Oh, so like when their adrenaline's pumping, exactly. they box breathing. And exactly. Oh, okay. Hey, there you go. A trick from a Navy SEAL. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. Okay. Good to know. Well, let's see. What else is on our list? We've got activity down. We've just tested out our breathing. I think we got that down. Um, so the next up is the C is cardio, cardio. And a lot of times when you hear cardio, it's like, okay, well, I've got to plan a long, yeah, hard, a hard workout session. Right. And, and cardio is, is, is 
almost everything but that. I shouldn't say that, but it's just, it's okay. cardio. Cardio can be where you're, you're testing your limits. Okay. Um, but testing your limits is not an everyday kind of thing. Testing your limits is something that you want to plan and you want to prepare for. Cardio can be something that is to where your heart rate's just getting up to a pace to where you can have a conversation with somebody while you're doing your okay. cardio movement, but it's not to a point where you're kind of stressing yourself where you're kind of getting out of that, that breathing zone. Where you can't breathe out of your nose. You're exactly. Like, oh my gosh, gasping for breath. Exactly. It kind of goes along with breathing. Okay. So, and, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, it's, it, it could be a walk, you know, where my wife and I will try to walk whenever we can. And that's, that's amazing what it can do for your, for your day. This makes me feel much better about life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, when you're on the road or where, whether you're at home or where you're on the road is to find those moments where you can kind of get some extra movement in to where your heart is is pumping a little bit harder okay but to where you can still have a conversation with somebody perfect okay you know there's this kind of this little acronym called neat n-e-a-t you know it's, it's called non-exercise activity thermogenesis it's a lot of big words. That is a lot of big words so neat just sounds better but basically anything anything you're doing when you're not sleeping eating or when you're having some kind of an exercise like a sport or something. So okay. walking, okay, housework, yard work, ah. that kind of thing. So to me, um, if I'm doing yard work, I, then my heart rate may get up a little bit more than normal. So or you want to choose the push mower over the riding lawnmower? Push mower is a good, is a good alternative. It's <laughs> a good alternative. I know sometimes on a July hot day, it may not oh. be the best, but you know, choose wisely, but just it's, it can be anything that you're doing throughout the day. Okay. And even fidgeting. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So that may fit into the A as well. But, you know, if you're doing something that is getting your heart rate up just a little bit to where, you know, you're not trying to feel like I've got to do this every single day and, and push myself to the limit, that's not what we're wanting to do okay. because that can put you in a stressful situation. Excellent. And the whole okay. goal of each of these is how do I keep myself from getting too stressed about the situation? To get healthy but not be stressed about it. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. So these are just simple. These are simple things that we'd like to be able to just encourage everybody just to kind of take part in on a daily basis and uh, and make the most of them. I love it. Yeah, and beat this thing. Well, are there any other basics we need to touch on? I know, I know. Here they recommend you know we get good rest, get out, get some sunshine. Vitamin D, I hear, is pretty important for this virus. They say they say sunshine, vitamin D. Yes, definitely. I know that uh, once as soon as my wife heard that uh, vitamin D and vitamin C. We're, uh, we're key to this. Uh, that was on the table every single day for every all of us. Um, we do recommend, you know, sun is obviously the, the greatest source of a vitamin, a vitamin D3. Sure. But and if you, you can't, can't wear sunscreen. Yes. But if, if you can't get that, then, you know, maybe supplements with some, some vitamin D3. Sure. Oh, yeah. My sister has making everybody take it. She's a nurse. And so she's like, everybody needs to take vitamin D. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, they recommend good glycemic control. So... You know, just essentially, don't load up on sugar. Yeah, watch the watch the simple sugars that you're that you're putting in, and don't get too much. No, not that you can't have sugar, but right. it's not an overload to where it puts your you puts your body into a shock situation. Sure, I I, I have read that um, sugar actually depresses your immune system for a couple hours after you eat it. So give your give your immune system a boost, and don't you know eat sugar all the time right one thing i've adopted over the years is what uh hippocrates uh said or is known for being said a long time ago is uh let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food so good plan is that you know 
just eat some good natural food and, and let that be able to take take control and pack healthy the, snacks. The way it's the way it's been grown and raised is that that should provide a lot of the vitamins and the nutrients that we need. Very cool. I know another thing. These breathing exercises, among other things, are all about reducing stress, and that's another thing that uh, really helps your immune system. And we also have an employee assistance program that can help with that. So I know call in, uh, hit that ask button or call into our HR department, human resources, and find out more about what that employee assistance program is. And we're hoping, I heard a rumor, Mark, is tell me if this is true, that you're trying to get someone on to talk to us about that program. Uh, most definitely. It's it's probably a very underutilized program okay. that we offer as, as an employee benefit. So we want to make sure that we get more information out there, and uh, especially in these times, is, you know, how can we... A, a benefit that's already offered. How can we be able to let everybody be more aware of it and how they can how they can utilize it in, in a time of, of of needing assistance? Cool. And I don't know about you, but I have definitely been gravitating to laughter uh, as a way to st- relieve stress these days. They say that laughter is the best medicine. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I always feel better if I can get a good laugh in. Absolutely. And I hear. I even read. I googled this because you know we were doing this podcast and i found that laughter actually curbs stress hormones and boosts white blood cells that fight infections i know i had no idea so laughter actually is good medicine oh definitely so so go watch a comedy or listen to a funny podcast and uh, have a great day (laughs) i I agree i agree well i think that about covers it as far as what we can kind of cover on covid of what we know and and just kind of of today's situation and again we we want the best for everybody and we want to make sure that we're providing whatever we can to to help you uh, as the listener to be able to to stay safe stay healthy uh, and to help make you know good decisions in that regard um on our last episode, we mentioned fighting fatigue uh, while on the road or wherever you might be, and we did have a caller, uh, John Holiday from Humboldt, Tennessee, location called in and uh, had a request for us. John Holiday, Humboldt, Tennessee. First of all, I'd like for you to send me a band. Thank you, and let me know. Have a good day. Thankfully. You know, we're, we're always grateful to have calls in. So, you know, we're, we're able to jump on his request, John's request, very quickly, sent out uh, a number of bands to his location. So hopefully by now he has his and that uh, a few others in the location, he's already encouraged others in his location. He and Chuck, the manager, our manager there, have encouraged others to be able to get those bands, use them, and um, just make the most of them. So we want to make sure we're providing. If you have any other requests or if you or your location want some, then uh, please reach out to us. And always, just that, we want you to hit that Ask button. Uh, sure, we want to hear from you. Yes, definitely. Um, and so we can have future podcasts with, with more voices on here. So we appreciate your time. We appreciate you listening to these bonus episodes. And um, always uh, take care and stay safe. 